I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 363 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have an awesome guest for you guys today. Justin Baldoni is an actor, director, and filmmaker who joins me on the podcast. He played the lead role on Jane the Virgin. He's had recurring roles on The Bold and the Beautiful as well as Everwood. Uh, he founded a production company called Wayfarer Entertainment. He gave a TED Talk that went viral on social media, and he created a series called Man Enough, which focuses on masculinity, relationships, and fatherhood. Justin Baldoni will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you guys are interested in watching the conversation between Justin Baldoni and myself, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of this podcast episode. All right, and I will drop a link to Justin's TED Talk in the description of today's podcast episode as well. This way you guys can tap the link, get over there and check it out. And I'll be honest with you, I don't fully understand what toxic masculinity is. Justin talks about it in his TED Talk, what he believes it to be. In my opinion, the only type of toxic masculinity that exists is a guy that has a child, walks away from his child's life, and still calls himself a man. And believe me, I have received many comments, emails, or should I say excuses uh, from guys out there that have walked away from their child or are not involved in their child's life. And I believe all those excuses are complete bullshit. And if you take a look around our country right now, you can see the tragic results from far too many people growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. And I posted on my Twitter feed uh, not too long ago a video from Barack Obama's Father's Day speech from 2008 where he addresses the severity of the fatherless crisis in the African-American community, which has only gotten worse since he made that speech. And believe me, it affects all races. The fatherless crisis is affecting every race out there. So if you know a young dad out there that's struggling, I highly encourage you to go and help that father out, help him become more engaged in his child's life, help lead him back into the life of his child. And as always, please let me spread the word about this podcast, which is always celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Justin Baldoni. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Mellon. Mellon has designed a hat in collaboration with Navy SEAL Jeff Nichols and the Lone Survivor Foundation. This united hat is designed to bring us together as a nation, as a global community, and as neighbors. It is designed to inspire hope in one another and to work together towards positive outcomes. This united hat stands for getting things back on track and working together to get us there. United we stand. The Lone Survivor Foundation will be donating $10 for every Mellon United hat sold. The Lone Survivor Foundation provides a no-cost post-traumatic program to help U.S. service members, veterans, and their families recover from combat trauma. Visit Mellon or tap the link in today's show notes and rock your United Mellon hat today. United, we stand. Uh, All right. uh, Joining me now, First Class Father, Justin Baldoni. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, what's going on, my man? How are you? I'm doing well. Let's uh, let's kick it off like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have two kids. My daughter, Maya, is, as she says, four and 11 twelfths. She's about to be five uh, in a couple of weeks. And my son, Maxwell's two and a half. OK, very cool. Did you guys do um, any kind of uh, gender reveal to find out what you were having or did you wait till the end both times? 
No, we we uh no, we actually found out right away and we videotaped uh we videotaped him both times, which was pretty cool. And then the second time we opened an envelope and we when we found out it was a boy, I just bawled my eyes out, man. It's uh <laughs> and it's on YouTube for our family. So there you go. Well, you got one and one. You gonna try to break the tie here with a third or are you all done? Uh scientifically impossible, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. I got you there. Uh, my, Justin. Uh, my, oh, go ahead. My wife, my wife wouldn't let me touch her after a certain point because I was so fertile. <laughs> so so I, had to, I had to tie that up. Okay. Uh, all right, Justin, if you could, please just take one minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, sure. I'm, um, I started off as an actor. Uh, I'm, I'm at my core a filmmaker. I'm an entrepreneur. And I just believe in uh, using our skills and our talents that God gave us to make a difference in the world. To, uh, you know, for me, I was raised in the Baha'i faith, and I believe that we should bring our unique skills that make us uh, that make us who we are to find a way to be a benefit to mankind in some way. And so, I do that as a filmmaker. I do that as an entrepreneur, and now in a, a small studio where we're financing and creating content that we think can heal the world. Uh, I do a show called Man Enough, where we talk about what it means to be a man. Uh, today specifically and having uncomfortable conversations uh, that we weren't really taught to have or modeled anywhere. And honestly, man, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm just trying to be a human and a world citizen and trying to figure out who I am in this crazy time and not mess up my kids too much. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So on that, Justin, about how old are you then when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? I was 31. Uh, I was, I was 31 when I became a dad and, you know, I remember I was right before I found out that we were pregnant with our first daughter or with our daughter, I was actually in the car and I was praying and it was really strange, man. I, my prayer was, God, I want to experience and learn true selflessness and boy, (laughs) did that within a week we found out we were pregnant. Um, and the journey of being a father for me, I think has been a journey of learning what it means to be truly selfless. Um, doesn't matter like how humble anybody seems at, we all have ego and we all, you know, at times can get wrapped up in our lives and think that our lives are our own. But when you have kids, man, it's like your heart is existing outside of your body and, you suddenly look at the world and it changes and you realize that anything is a threat to your child. And you realize like, man, I really want to take care of my kids. I want to teach them things. You start to look at yourself and realize I don't really know anything. <laughs> I've been faking this the whole time as a man, as a human, like, what do I have to teach them? You know, I, anytime somebody says they're ready to have kids, I look at them and I'm like, are you sure? I don't think anybody's ever ready to have a child because what you're doing is you're like spending the, ent- your, the entirety of your life, the rest of your life, trying to figure out how to like raise a human being. And, uh, and so honestly, man, kids for me have just really helped me start to learn who I am and recognize the perfections of being imperfect and the importance of digging in and understanding myself so that I can try to pass them on truth and knowledge, not from a place of like, I know better, but from a place of this is what I've learned and this is what messed me up, or this is what, um, I hope can help you. Yeah, very well said, uh, Justin. That's one of the things I love about fatherhood the most for me is that what it teaches me about myself, what it has revealed about myself, and that I learn and continuously learn 
uh, each and every yeah. day. My kids teach me so much about myself, and it's uh, that, that's one of the wonderful things that's you know for me one of the experiences of being a dad. Now, what are the, what are some of the top values here, Justin, that you're hoping to instill in your kids as they grow up? Uh, you know, every night we have this little ritual with both my kids. Um, with Maxwell, it's really important for me that he learn and to understand that his heart is the most powerful muscle in his body, right? It's not his arms, his biceps, his, his legs or his chest. It's not these things. I want him to learn and build a connection to his heart. And for my daughter, I want her to understand that she is powerful and that she doesn't need to depend on men or a man um, to help her or to do anything. She can do it all herself. So I'm trying to kind of, because naturally the world is going to drive my son into looking at strength a different way and my daughter into looking at herself as a woman a different way. And I want to instill as much as I can in both of them that they have everything they need already, that they are enough. For my son, it's about the journey from his head to his heart. So every night before he goes to bed, I tell him, the heart is the strongest muscle in your body. And we, we talk about the things that he loves. He loves his body, his mind, his heart, his soul. He loves God and he loves himself. For my daughter, I, I try to reinforce her power and her, and her um, strength and also her vulnerability. And the same thing with my son. They talk, we talk about um, being, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel things. Um, I want him to know that it's okay to be sweet and loving and compassionate. And it's okay to question things and not understand, to be curious. Uh, and that's what we're working on right now. Yeah, good stuff, Justin. And I think that's one of the most important reasons why, uh, you know, the role of the father uh, you know, can't be highlighted enough, in my opinion. And I think that what we're seeing right now in our country is we have a fatherless crisis where so many kids are growing up and they have no father figure in their life. And I think that's yeah. creating some real devastating results in our society. We could see it being played out here. And I think that um, when you don't have that coming from uh, the, the male figure or a father role model, I think, and, and they miss that, uh, it just it causes a devastating. You talk about God there too. That's another thing that's been removed so much from our society. You talk about the ego, which usually I've heard it as uh, edging God out, and you push God out. You have no father figure in your life, and that's just a recipe for disaster that we're seeing right now in our country. Yeah, I think. Well, I think we're seeing a lot of that, but I also think that there's a lot of men who don't know how to be fathers because they weren't taught how to be fathers, and there's a lot of reasons why that's happened. You know. Um, there's systemic issues why that's happened. We haven't necessarily always had men know how to model being a father, but more than anything, we've had a lot of men not understand that it's okay to not know. And it's okay to ask and ask questions and to reach out to other men and ask for help. And as men, you know, one of the biggest myths of masculinity is this feeling like we have to do it alone, right? If you and I knew each other really well, like what would be the thing preventing me from reaching out to you and saying, hey man, I don't know what to do here because honestly, if I was able to reach out to you and say, Hey, can you help me with this? Or what do you do with your sons here? Then I might be able to show up better as a father. And I think that's one of the biggest issues we have is we don't know how to ask for help. And yeah, there's a lot of people that grow up without fathers, but you know what? There's a lot of mothers that show up and have to be the fathers and raise incredible kids as well. And I don't want to, I want to make sure we don't take anything away from all those mothers who have to father as well because the father didn't show up and are producing wonderful kids. And I know a lot of men who were raised by a single mother who are showing up for their kids as fathers. It's all just about um, being willing to admit what you don't know and reach out and ask for help, man. 
And I think that we're seeing a new generation of young people, a new generation of men um, wake up and be willing to show up in ways that men maybe didn't show up for them and their fathers didn't show up for them, you know, and every generation can become better. Yeah. And that's one of the goals that I have here for myself, Justin, is, is to try to be a better father today than I was yesterday. And it's uh, and I think there was a book. Uh, what was it? A uh, tribe by uh, Sebastian Younger that talked yeah. about this and about finding, you know, the tribe. And it, it is it's, it's not a thing you can do alone. And one of the things that happens, especially for me, I had kids at a young age and uh, well, not young age, but 24, 25 years old. That's young, and, man. That's and, young. And none, right. And none of my friends were having kids. So you're kind of like isolated in that sense. You are alone in that sense where you're on this journey of, of discovering yourself as a father, your wife or your partner is going through all these changes that just happen to her body. She's breastfeeding. She's maybe postpartum. I mean, and all these things are happening. You're still holding down the job because we don't get the family leave. We've got to go right back to work. So it's like there's so much that happens in such a short period of time. And uh, it's a lot for a lot of guys to comprehend. And we're seeing it where, you know, and I think the way dads have been portrayed, it's getting better. But the way dads are portrayed in movies and on TV and in commercials and stuff like that it has has definitely been a part of the problem where we downplay the role of the dad. We make him like this doofus who never gets laid. He doesn't know what he's doing. And, um, and I think that does a disservice. And we glorify that single guy who, who sleeps around with multiple women. And it's, they see that as the lifestyle to idolize. I think that does a disservice to a lot of young men. I, you know what, you and I couldn't agree more on that. And, uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm in the business I'm in and we're working to change that because, you know, we do have to change the way men and women are portrayed in media, especially women, but we have to change the way fathers are looked at and portrayed because the, yes, fathers are important and men need to know that being a father is a gift and it's not, it's not some, it's not a light, like even marriage, like how do we portray marriage in media? Like, what are we looking at? Like the idea of the old ball and chain and all the shit we used to talk about as men, that's all got to go. Like the idea of having a bachelor party and having all the fun because you're never going to have fun again in your life as as a married man. That's all the bullshit that's wrong with our, you know, with the way that we um, sensationalize these ideas of being a bachelor and single and, you know, looking at guys in their 40s and 50s that are sleeping around and on their yachts with all these chicks. That's not life. That's not that's not like true happiness. True happiness, I believe, is when at the end of your life, you look back at your life and you realize that you gave more than you took and you are surrounded by your children and your family and generations and you were able to give everything to them and they are now giving it back to you. and that comes from selflessness. That comes from being willing to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Um, so I agree, man. You and I are definitely in agreement there. Yeah, and, and I think, Justin, that's one of the main reasons I, I have this podcast here is I bring on guys that have accomplished so much in their life, Super Bowl MVPs, uh, SEAL yeah. Team 6 operators, guys that have crushed it in life. And they say, you know what? Despite all the accomplishments that I've had, it's really been be- through becoming a father that's given me true fulfillment in life. So it, it does a better idea of capturing, you know, what it's really all about. So uh, that, that's doesn't why matter. Bring, doesn't matter bring, how successful we are. Right, exactly. So and, and bring, bringing it back into you as a dad here, what type of uh, a disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? All right, dads, today's episode is being brought to you in part by Manscaped. Manscaped has precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Let's face it, guys, we're all waiting for those barbershops to open up again because our hair has grown out of control during the COVID lockdown. 
But with Manscaped's third-generation lawnmower, you don't have to wait to shave that unwanted hair below the belt. And let's be honest, guys, when it comes to the bedroom, no woman wants to walk in and find that love muscle buried in the bushes. Get a smooth shave under your shorts with Manscaped's Perfect Package 3.0, which includes the waterproof cordless lawnmower 3.0. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners get 20% off plus free shipping by using the code FATHER at manscaped.com. Visit manscaped.com or tap the link in the show notes. Use the code FATHER and save 20% off. And enjoy all that extra attention she'll give you when she finds that bald eagle. And bringing it back into you as a dad here, what type of uh, a disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Yeah, you know, I'm trying, I've been trying to blend the, uh, I've been trying to kind of blend my mom and my dad in my style. You know, being real, like my wife is, it's funny, here's my wife, by the way. That's Emily. How are <laughs> we you? Just got a, we, That's we my just daughter's got a name, Emily. Oh, <laughs> nice. Awesome. But like, we're trying to find the balance of, you know, we believe in this idea of positive reinforcement and reminding the kids all of their good qualities and not necessarily trying to punish them all the time, but finding the balance between like, no and that's not okay and timeouts and the countdowns to like five four you know because kids want to test you and kids want to listen i always look at the it's funny being a father has really helped me in some ways understand god more because i look at the world and i see billions of people all believing they know best and i just wonder like god what what must that be like for god right if god was a father or a mother or god what must that be like to see all of your children thinking they know better than you and constantly wanting to put their hand on the fire and constantly testing and saying, I know best, like you can't tell me. And that's how I feel as a dad. I'm like, I can tell my child not to do something. And then 30 seconds later, they look at me and they do it. So the question becomes for us is, you know, what, like, do we allow them to hurt themselves every once in a while to feel that it's hot on the stove? to fall off of that thing instead of saying no stop and then eventually they don't listen um we're constantly trying we're like constantly course correcting so we try intense discipline and then that seems to not stick so we try something else i don't think there's one way to discipline a child i think that we're constantly learning about it and in many ways i take my cue from my wife as well but there's sometimes where i got to come in as a dad and i don't yell but i kind of bring that masculine energy and i say no and it scares the kids sometimes because they don't see me yell. I never yell, but they can feel that like that strength. And there's times when I can do that and it's easier for me than my wife. And there's times when my wife needs to do that if I'm not home. Um, I don't think it's just reliant on a father. I think that it's important. It's about energy. Uh, so, yeah, man, honestly, I don't know. I'm trying to figure <laughs> it out because our kids are wild and crazy and having two year old tantrums left and right and challenging us. And we're just like. You know, it's like a football game. You know, it's like a game. We're just like, all right, let's call an audible. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and hopefully at the end of the day, we're going to win. But some nights we feel like we lost. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I think one of those things that becomes crystal clear when you are a parent is that you have no idea what the hell you're doing, especially in the beginning when, when especially when you're bringing that baby home for the first time and you walk them down the hospital. And like, OK, they're like, take care. See you later now. And you look at your wife or your partner. You're like, oh, that's it. That, you know, nobody. That, that's all. They're sending us home. You know, like so. Uh, you're just no. kind of thrust into it. And you got to kind of learn on the job. And, and I'm continuing to learn every day. You know, it, it changes. That's the most important thing, man. 
Yeah, and, and I love it. To be honest with you, Justin, I love it. I, I love being a dad. I love um, uh, all the things that go along with it. Like I say, my, my kids have uh, opened up new things for me because I never played chess in my life. And I, something that I love doing now, my oldest became interested in chess. I played chess with him. So we learned to you know, rally behind what their interests are. We get a chance to, to learn and adapt and grow right alongside with them in the journey. My dad told me right before I uh, became a dad, he goes, son, I wish there was an instruction manual. He's like, I didn't know what I was doing. It's like my dad didn't teach me much about being a dad growing up. I, nobody taught me, and I did the best I could. And I don't really have a lot to teach you. But he's like, uh, I just wish I could give you an instruction manual to teach you how to be a dad. But you're just going to have to figure it out, and you're going to learn, and you know, we're going to be right here together. And that was also really cool to know that, like, oh, my dad didn't know either. And yeah, that's okay. But that's the beauty of like men having conversations with each other of tribe, of being willing to express that like, oh man, I'm really struggling. And hearing another man say like, dude, I'm like, I'm struggling too. There's something so beautiful about that power of vulnerability and then together figuring stuff out. Yeah, very well said, Justin. And listen, you've had so much success here already over your career. What kind of goals or plans do you have? What's coming up for you in the future here? Uh, I got a book coming out next year called Man Enough, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, my movie uh, I just directed is going to be uh, it's going to be premiering on Disney Plus this fall. It's a true story of a young kid named Zach Sobiak, who in his senior year of high school found out he was terminal with brain cancer or with a, a, a bone cancer called osteosarcoma. And uh, he was a musician and he spent the last year of his life writing music and uh, the week he passed away, his song Clouds hit number one on iTunes. He became the first artist to, unsigned artist to ever hit number one. And I had made a documentary about him seven years ago, and I've spent the last five years trying to get his story made. And uh, we just sold it to Disney. It's going to premiere. I'm really excited about that. And honestly, man, the the thing right now that I'm I'm also, it's not work, but I just want to say, like, we're we're living in a very interesting time, man, where a lot of us, especially white people, have to take a second and look a uh, hard look at uh, our lives and who we've been. And one of the things I'm honestly really focused on this week and this year and next year is going to be uh, how can I, as a father, as a husband, as a friend, um, do my best to make sure that we are living in a just and unified world. And that starts with me. And that starts and that, that needs to permeate all my work whether it's seen as successful or not, my movies, my TV shows, the jobs that I take as an actor, the podcast, the interviews I do, my book, anything that I do, I want to make sure that I'm leaving a better world behind than what was here. And we're and I'm being really faced to look at that as a white man and how I've been growing up right now because my black friends are hurting and they're looking at me and they're saying, it's time for you to really step up, Justin. It's time for all of you to really step up. And I want my kids to, to know more than I did about race. And to, to really understand um, the world that we're living in and how it's unfair for certain people. And it's our job uh, when it's uh, those of us, again, this is, a, this is a, a, a tough word for people, but those of us with certain privileges that are given to us because of the colors of our skin have to step up and, and go out of our way to make sure that it's fair and it's equal. Um, and that's something I'm really thinking about a lot right now. Um, and that's going to permeate a lot of my work as well. So, um, so, so yeah, man, I just wanted to say that real quick. 
All right, yo, I, I'll tell you what, last thing I'm going to hit you with here, Justin, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Hmm. The advice I have for the new dad is something my therapist told me. You're going to mess up. You're going to mess up your kids. You're never going to find that perfect work-life balance. Um, you're going to do a thing. You're going to do things wrong. You're going to beat yourself up. It's going to be hard, but you got to enjoy the ride and the journey. It's not about a destination. It's about day by day, little by little, trying to become a little better than you were yesterday and just enjoying your kids, man. And I'd also say like everyone always tells you it goes by fast. You know what I mean? Like they always say it goes by fast, but it goes by fast. And my favorite thing that I heard as a parent was the idea that being a parent is the only time you feel nostalgia for the present. And you simultaneously miss your kids while they're present because you're never going to experience that again. So don't let the like sleepless nights and the, the arguments you're going to get in with your partner. If you're blessed enough to have a partner, uh, don't let that become your focus because it's going to be hard. It's going to be rough, but nothing in life that is easy is worthwhile. The things that are the hardest, the things that push you, that make you grow the most, those are the things that matter the most that you're going to look back on in your life one day and be grateful for. So that's what I would say. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. Uh, this has been very fun for me, Justin. I got to say you're a first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for making the time to do this for all of us dads. We need it, brother. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Justin Baldoni for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Make sure you lock it into my Instagram account, at Alec underscore Lace, because I got much more action coming your way this week. Find out who is joining me on my Instagram page Friday, leading you into the Father's Day weekend. I have got a tremendous guest for you guys, and I'm going to be dropping it on my Instagram account first. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class fatherhood and please remember guys we are not babysitters we are fathers and we're not just fathers we are first class fathers your half truths and tales